You are listening to a pre-recorded broadcast of the Urban Wire podcast. Disclaimer, federal law allows citizens to reproduce, distribute, or exhibit portions of copyrighted motion pictures, videotapes, or video discs under certain circumstances without authorization of the copyright holder. This is called fair use and is allowed for purposes of criticism, news reporting, teaching, and parody, which doesn't infringe of copyright under 17 U.S.C. 107. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Urban Wire podcast where we shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. Now today we're going to be doing a pre-recorded broadcast. You know, we're going to get the crew back together in the next couple weeks, but I just want to do a special broadcast with everything that's going on in the news surrounding George Floyd's death and just the current uprising, political uprising in this country. I just wanted to come to you with some updates and the news of what's been going on since the tragic death of George Floyd. You know, with the COVID-19 pandemic continuing, there's just been a lot of just tensions and just a lot of anxieties that have been going on in this country. Um, like this is, like I said, this is going to be our pre-recorded po- podcast, and this is episode 105. Um, we're going to jump right into the show, and I wanted to first start off in getting some housekeeping things out of the way before we jump into the topics of the show. Um, for those of you that want to follow us on YouTube, feel free to do so at www.youtube.com slash UCOFW. And there you can receive um, notifications. Um, make sure you click that notification bell and you will be informed when we launch new videos, when we do excerpts of our show and things of that nature. Um, also, for those of you that want to follow us on Facebook, we have a Facebook group page as well as an official Facebook group page. And all you have to do is Go on to Facebook and look us up under the Urban Wire Media News Network. And um, those pages should pop up. And I think that's a great opportunity for you guys to just join us. We have group discussions. You can submit news stories. And also you can be informed when we are planning on going live, when we have new podcasts that are being released, new videos, and, and things of that nature. So be sure to jump on there, support us. Um, like I said, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and I believe that's it. Now, tonight, or today, depending on when you're listening, I want to touch on um, four major topics. You know, um, we're going to do some little quick news clips and news stories, and then we're going to jump into our two main topics for tonight. Um, the topics that we're going to talk about as far as the main topics are concerned are uh, black celebrities are being called to task um, due to some of their insensitive comments that they have made around the George Floyd situation. So we're going to um, discuss that and we're going to discuss how we should handle black celebrities and the reality that a lot of them are out of touch with the everyday um, person that are that's supporting them. So we're going to talk about that. Um, also, as you guys may have heard in the news, all four cops that were involved with the just devastating, um, you know, act of killing uh, George Floyd have been arrested, and um, we're going to do 
a new story about that later on in the broadcast. So be sure to um, tune in to that. And also we're going to hear um, Ben Crump at George Memorial, George Floyd's Memorial kind of um, giving his speech and his thoughts on what's happened. And, um, you know, pretty much his thoughts of these monsters, let's just call them what they are, um, the importance of them being prosecuted and them being held accountable uh, for this egregious act that they did against George Floyd. Um, in addition to that, we're going to talk about uh, Minneapolis City Council members are uh, wanting to hold the police force accountable. And uh, they're 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 pledging on wanting they're pledging to do this and they want to kind of um, hold back funding to the police department until they can get get, you know, demands made and make sure that there's changes being made within that police department. And finally, I want to bring up another article we're going to discuss It's pertaining to the U.S. Marines. Um, coming up with a ban for the Confederate flag on um, things as far as bumper stickers, T-shirts, coffee mugs, etc. So with that being said, I want to jump into the first story. Like I said, we're going to talk about the um, Minneapolis police um, and the city council wanting to hold them accountable. And they're, they're wanting to make sure if we're going to fund these police that there are certain things that need to take place. You know, if we're going to be paying our tax dollars, if we're going to uh, fund the police, they are making some demands. Um, and we're going to get into that. Um, just wanted to give you some updates before I play this clip from New York Times. Um, here's some things that you need to know as far as updates that have happened. For one, the majority of Minneapolis City Council pledges to dismantle the police department. One person was shot after a man drove his car through a crowd of protesters in Seattle. Trump sends National Guard troops home. New York's mayor pledges to cut police funding and spend more on social services. Um, the Democratic lawmakers push for accountability but shy away from calls to defund police. Barr says that he he sees no systematic racism in law enforcement. And finally, uh, Mitt Romney joins protesters in Washington. So I just wanted to give you some updates on what's been going on as far as the uh, political uprising that's been taking place in the United States. We're going to go to this clip that is provided to us by NewYorkTimes.com. And um, you guys can go check that out. It is under the article uh, entitled Majority of Minneapolis City County uh, Council Pledges to Dismantle Police Department. So we're going to go to this clip and I'm going to come back with the rest of my com my uh, commentary. Our commitment is to do what's necessary to keep every single member of our community safe and to tell the truth that the Minneapolis police are not doing that. Our commitment is to end our city's toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department, to end policing as we know it, and to recreate 
systems of public safety that actually keep us safe. All right, that was a clip from New York Times. And pretty much all I have to say about that is kudos to uh, the city of Minneapolis. Like, you know, I, I feel that it is well overdue that we hold these uh, police officers and we just hold the government accountable. You know, it's our tax dollars that are funding these essential workers or these essential job duties that they help protect us as U.S. citizens. And I feel that with them taking a stand and making that pledge, those are that's why we, we vote these people into office. We vote them into to office to serve us, the community. You know, and I think that is I think it's far overdue um as far as people taking a stand and and holding these city council city council members to task because they are the ones that we vote voted in. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I urge everybody to get involved with the political process because, you know, um, these are the people that are going to be your voice. So um, kudos to them. And we're going to move on to our next story. All right, we're back with our next news story. Check this clip out and I'll be back with the rest of my commentary. Amid heightened racial tensions spilling over due to protests against the death of George Floyd, the United States Marine Corps has banned all depictions of the Confederate battle flag at its installations. A Marine Administrative Message M-A-R-A-D-M-I-N, outlined the ban which would even prohibit wearing Marines t-shirts or drinking coffee from mugs that feature the flag on installations in the U.S. and abroad. Marine commanders will have to find and get rid of any displays of the flag within workspaces and public areas on their installations and must exercise best judgment and discretion when conducting inspections. No other military branch has announced such a policy, which comes as the U.S. Army faced criticism for not renaming bases named for Confederate leaders, Military.com reported. The Confederate battle flag has all too often been co-opted by violent extremists and racist groups whose divisive beliefs have no place in our core, the Marine statement said. This presents a threat to our core values, unit cohesion, security, and good order and discipline. This must be addressed. The guidance defines the flag as the ensign carried by Confederate armies during the Civil War, most notably by the Army of Northern Virginia, but also was carried by other Confederate states' armies. In February, after issuing a directive to start the removal of Confederate materials from Marine Corps installations, Commandant General David Berger told Military.com that things that divide us are not good. When on government property, we have to think as a unit and how to build a team, a cohesive team. The order comes as nationwide protests sparked by Floyd's death, some of which have turned violent, have prompted some mayors and governors to remove Confederate statues and displays from public areas amid a racially charged debate over police brutality. On Thursday, it was announced that Confederate monuments would be removed from Indianapolis and Richmond, Virginia. There had been earlier removals in Alexandria, Virginia and Birmingham, Alabama. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam said that the statue of General Robert E. Lee in Richmond, the capital of the Confederacy, would be removed. The legacy of racism continues, not just in isolated incidents. 
The legacy of racism also continues as part of a system that touches every person and every aspect of our lives, he said, according to ABC News. The Reverend Robert Wright Lee, a descendant of Robert E. Lee, backed the monument's removal, telling reporters, there are more important things to address than just a statue, but this statue is a symbol of oppression. All right, that was a clip from News Today. You can check them out on YouTube. I um, just want to continue with this conversation um, with a tweet that, that the U.S. Marines put out. This was an, an official tweet that they put out. And it stated that today, Marine Corps released guidance on the removal of public displays of the Confederate flag. And it goes and gives you the link. And it says that the removal of public displays of the Confederate flag um, are unauthorized in public and workspaces aboard an inst installation. And these depictions of Confederate flags include uh, bumper stickers, clothing, mugs, posters, flags, etc. These are all banned from public and workspaces aboard installation. So I feel that this is definitely a good step and and it's it's a right step towards uh, kind of bringing down the system of white supremacy and kind of, you know, addressing this issue. I, I do feel that although a lot of people use the argument that the Confederate flag is a part of our history, but it's a part of our history that we do not need to repeat. It's um, a part of our history that uh, we we need to kind of start shying away from and kind of just kind of burying that in the past. You know, we never want to forget where we came from, but as long as we have those emblems or those representations of racism and um, white supremacy, I feel that those need to be removed from public spaces, especially with all this racial tension that's going on. Like the clip said, um, here in Indianapolis, you know, they, they, I guess they have begun that process as well. So I have to give that up for my hometown, Indianapolis, for realizing that because uh, that is a oppressive symbol regardless to what people want to, to admit, you know, and I feel that this is definitely a good thing. I feel that um, whether you agree with the method of the madness as far as the, the uh, protests are concerned, whether they be peaceful or Non, not so peaceful. You have to admit that with these protests, there have been things getting done, you know, so we have to keep, like I said in um, one of my commentaries, we have to keep our uh, foot on the pedal. We can't we can't get off the gas. You know, what I'm saying we have to press forward and we have to keep protesting so that we can start you know, dismantling this system and we can see small changes like this over time. You know, the more changes, we'll see more results. You know what I'm saying? So definitely I am pleased to hear this and I'm glad that our government is or at least certain branches of government as far as the military and stuff like that are recognizing that these depictions are inappropriate. So, yeah, let's move on to our next story. We're going to talk about are two topics tonight dealing with the uh, black celebrities and the arrest of all four cops that were responsible for George Floyd's death. Today, I just want to come to you with everything that's going on in the media um, dealing with the tragic killing of George Floyd. 
I just wanted to come and um, offer some a glimmer of hope in this whole entire situation. Um, there has been news reports that have stated the other three officers that were involved in the killing of George Floyd have been arrested. And in addition to that, the charges for uh, Derek Chauvin have been upgraded to second degree murder. Now, Benjamin Crump, who is his 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 lawyer, and he's also been um, a lawyer for other high profile cases of this magnitude. You know, he was hoping that they were going to get those charges up to first degree murder. But with the first degree murder charge, you know, um, they have to go through um, them being able to prove that this this act of aggression was was premeditated. So, you know, who's to say this this might change in the future, but we have gotten um, these other three arrested and, and, and hopefully, you know, that's just part of the, the, the battle, you know. So let's just hope that this goes to um, to the to the courts and, and we're able to receive some type of justice for um, George Floyd's family. Um, we're going to go to a couple of videos just kind of outlining this. And um, as you guys know, this whole situation happened back on Memorial Day, May 25th. And uh, the Derek Chauvin was the police officer that was accused of uh, pretty much putting his knee down on George Floyd's neck after he was apprehended. And a lot of people were saying that this could be personal because there's there was some history that was alleged between those two. So um, it's just very tragic. You, you know what I'm saying? And as you know, this has just caused like civil unrest all around the country. You know, there's been a lot of protests, a lot of rioting, a lot of looting. Um, and we're going to get into more of that on our podcast this this weekend. But. For the most part, the protests have been very powerful and, you know, people may feel a certain way about it, but these protests have finally uh, led the arrest for, of these these three officers. So we're going to go to some video clips kind of outlining things. You know how I do. I like to do, you know, just give you guys a background of things. And, um, and once we go through those clips, I'll come back with the rest of my commentary. Celebrations erupted across the country over the news that all four officers involved in arresting George Floyd are now charged in connection with his death. It's what protesters had been demanding all along. And while it might bring Floyd's family one step closer to justice, most agree it is also a step toward solving a much bigger problem. Here's Matt Doherty. This afternoon, a celebratory tone at the memorial where George Floyd took his last breath. Today, arrest warrants were issued for former Minneapolis police officers, uh, J.A. King, Thomas Lane, and Tu Tao. We got all four! All four officers involved now charged with felonies. Former police officer Derek Chauvin is now charged with second degree murder. The other three involved charged with aiding and abetting murder. What I do not believe is that one successful prosecution can rectify the hurt and loss that so many people feel. There's a lot more to do 
than just this case. The news came just hours after Floyd's son arrived at the spot where his 46-year-old father died. He knelt in prayer. I appreciate everyone for showing him some support and love. I thank y'all for that. Former President Obama held a virtual town hall today. He urged the nation's mayors to review police use of force policies. We both have to highlight a problem and make people in power uncomfortable, but we also have to translate that into practical solutions and laws that can be implemented. Floyd's family and friends will gather in Minneapolis tomorrow. It'll be the first memorial service in his honor. A public visitation and funeral are planned in Houston next week, where Floyd grew up. Matt Doherty, KGU 11 News. Let's now dig a little deeper into this upgraded charge against the former officer accused in George Floyd's death. Up until today, Derek Chauvin was facing third degree murder charges. That means it was not planned and there was no intent to kill. The maximum sentence, if found guilty, is about 25 years in prison. Now he's facing a second degree murder, which is more serious. Here's the difference. Under Minnesota's law, that means the murder was not premeditated, whether it was intentional or unintentional. The big change is the sentencing. If convicted, someone charged with second degree murder can face a maximum of 40 years in prison. We are breaking in to hear from the mother of George Floyd's daughter and that daughter, six-year-old Gianna Floyd. Let's listen in. Um, we're here today with Miss Roxley Washington, Stephen Jackson, Gigi Floyd, uh, Gianna Floyd, who's George Floyd's daughter. Um, on behalf of the family, we just like to say to America and to the world, thank you. Uh, thank you for being present with us in the moment. Um, thank you for caring. Um, and thank you for showing your support. Um, this, this battle, this fight is not over. And uh, today we just want to show the world that George Floyd is not just a name, uh, not just a meme and not just something to be chanted. Um, George Floyd was a real person. Uh, he was a good person and he had people that loved him. And so we're here today to show the world these are the people that loved him, especially this young lady here and this young lady here. And um, with that, I'm going to pass it to my law partner, Chris Stewart, and he'll say a few words. Um, you know, the image that most of us have of uh, George Floyd is the horrible video that we've seen. Um, we've seen the anger in the streets. We've seen so much violence. We've seen beauty also. We've seen people standing up and speaking up. And we've seen massive changes happen across the country. But what we really wanted the world to see is the beauty of their child. The beauty of Gianna, who's going to be taller than me soon, just like her dad. The beauty of Roxy, who is holding up strong throughout this. And the actual situations in life that these things affect. It's not just that someone passes and people are angry in the street. It affects people's actual lives and their futures. So a father was taken. You've seen Ben, who we're working with and, and that team, a brother and sister lost another brother. And here, I want to introduce you to Roxy and to Gigi. Uh, 
I don't have a, a lot to say because I can't get my words together right now. But I wanted everybody to know that this is what those officers took from At the end of the day, they get to go home and be with their families. Shiana does not have a father. He will never see her grow up, graduate. He will never walk her down the aisle. If it's a problem she's having and she needs her dad, she does not have that anymore. I'm here for my baby. And I'm here for George because I want justice for him. I want justice for him because he was good. No matter what anybody thinks, he was good. And this is the proof that he was a good man. It really don't make no sense. We all seen it, playing this day. Y'all in here with cameras for a reason, to record what's here so you can have it for later, so you can have proof of what happened today, right? Am I right or wrong? So you can have footage of what happened today, right? And when you, when you post that footage on your, on your news station or whatever, you expect people to believe what you're posting and what you video was real, right? Am I right or wrong? Correct. Why is it not that simple when somebody's getting videoed and getting murdered? Why is it not that simple? Why do we have to see her pain? Why do we have to see a, a, a daughter getting raised without her father? But you know what? It's a lot of stuff you said that he's going to miss, that I'm going to be there for. I'm going to walk her down the aisle. I'm going to be there for her. I'm going to be here to wipe your tears. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to be here for you and Gigi. Floyd might not be here, but I'm here for her. I'm here, I'm here to get justice, and we're going to get justice for my brother. We're not leaving. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to send him home in, in, in beautiful ways this week. But I'm telling you, we are not leaving. We demanded justice, and I'm tired of seeing that. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to see her hurt every day like this. We need justice. We demand it, and some kind of way, God damn it, we're going to get it. Thank you all for coming, but this shit has to stop, man. It has to stop. Uh, you know, we literally flew up here from Atlanta where today the district attorney indicted six officers who were involved in beating those college students and tasering them. The district attorney, the mayor, and our chief of police took action in under a week. 
fired and indicted. But yet here we're still waiting for the arrest of the other officers. Why can't that be a blueprint of what should happen in these officer-involved situations? The pictures last forever. But justice never truly comes in this. And time and time again, we're fighting these cases. Everybody at home is wondering why riots are happening, why protesting is happening. It is because situations like this do not get addressed. No one is saying that every police officer out there is out to try and kill somebody. But when someone does do something, when someone crosses the line, they have to go through the system and be held accountable. How is that not fair? And it always happens to African-Americans. And the end result is this. And it's a circle because then it's held against a young African-American child when they don't have a parent, when they don't have a father. Now we're somehow less than equal because we're missing that dad. Well, this is going to be the reason that Gianna is missing that dad, through no fault of her own, through no fault of his. So this helps that cycle. And it has to end. And we plan on fighting until the end to make sure that that happens, um, even with new policies being instituted, with the investigation that was announced today. Uh, we, hate, we hope to see further steps um, so that this never happens again. The plea for justice is simply this. Dr. Martin Luther King said, he who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who helps to perpetrate it. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really like cooperating with it. You know, T.I. on that video, what we saw was torture. Reverend Jackson, what we saw in that video was inhumane. Martin III, what we saw in that video was evil. And so America, we proclaim as we memorialize George Floyd, do not cooperate with evil. Protest against evil. Join the young people in the streets protesting against the evil, the inhumane, the torture that they witnessed on that video. We cannot cooperate with e evil. We cannot cooperate with injustice. We cannot cooperate with torture. Because George Floyd deserved better than that. We all deserve better than that. His family deserved better than that. His children deserve better than that. Yeah. Steve, all George wanted from life is what any of us want. As Thomas Jefferson said in the Declaration of Independence, the unalienable rights endowed by our creator, Tyrese, to life, liberty, 
in the pursuit to be happy on this earth. That's all George was asking for, like any and all of us. But he was denied those rights. And we will seek justice in his name. We will all unite it as a people who are God's children seek justice in his name. But beyond the specific justice, in his case, Chris, the prosecution of the four individuals who deprived George of his life, we seek a broader, more transformative justice. Reverend Allen, more just system of policing. Kevin, a more just treatment of people of color. Chris, a more just criminal justice system. In essence, what we are endeavoring to do, Brandon, is what my personal hero, Thurgood Marshall, said. Make the constitutional, make the constitution real for all Americans. You see, Justice Marshall said the basis of the Constitution is simply this, that a black baby born to a black mother, the most uneducated black mother, the most inarticulate black mother, the most improvised black mother, has the same exact rights as a white baby born to a white mother, the most educated white mother, the most articulate white mother, has the most affluent white mother just by virtue of that baby drawing its first breath as an American. Now, Justice Marshall said, Reverend Jackson, I know that's not the case in America today, but I challenge anybody to say, Tony, that that's not the goal we're fighting for. He said, I challenge anybody to say, that's not what makes America the great beacon of hope and justice for all the world to marvel. So when we fight for the George Floyds of the world, but more importantly, when we fight for the unknown George Floyds of the world, when we fight for the Trayvon Martins of the world, when we fight for the Terrence Crutches of the world, when we fight for the Michael Browns of the world, when we fight for the Alton Sterlings of the world, when we fight for the Philando Castillos of the world, when we fight for the Jamar Clarks of the world, when we fight for the Eric Gardners of the world, when we fight for the Sandra Blands of the world, when we fight for the Amar Aubrey's of the world, when we fight for the Breonna Taylors of the world, when we fight for the Natasha McKinney's of the world, when we fight for the Stefan Clarks of the world, when we fight for the least of these, what we are really doing is helping America live up to its creed. We're, what we're really doing is helping America be the great beacon of hope and justice for all the world to marvel. But most importantly, brothers and sisters, what we are doing is helping America be America for all Americans.
What we want, T.I., is not two justice systems in America, one for black America and one for white America. What we endeavor to achieve is equal justice for the United States of America. And George Floyd is the moment that gives us the best opportunity I have seen in a long time of reaching that high idea that this country was founded on. Thank you so much. This is the plea for justice. On behalf of the family, the children, we will get justice. We are committed to it. All right, I'm back with the rest of my commentary. Um, I just wanted to give you guys an, um, an outlook of what has happened in the um, past couple of days with the arrest of the three other officers that were involved in this. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. This was a public lynching, you know? And what, what I feel about it is, is like, this is exactly why we as black people, we have to make our voices heard. Not only with protesting, but we have to make our, our, our voices heard through voting. And we just had our primaries here in Indiana um, this week. And, you know, my, my hope is the people that were out there protesting, which that's all well and good. I hope that these same people will get involved in the political process and vote this upcoming November. You know, if you're, you know, if you're not happy with what's going on in your local government, if you're not pleased with your representatives, it is time for us to let our voices be heard. The protesting is just part of it. You know, it's time for us as a people to quit being so docile. We need to stop being so submissive and we need to stop laying down and allowing these people to do us any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? It's sad that this man's family is, has, has to go through this. It's sad that, you know, his death had to, to take place like this. This this was just, like I said, a public lynching. You know, there's, there's no other way to put this. But hopefully there will be some good that come out of this. Because we, me personally, I have not seen anything like this in my lifetime. The closest thing that I saw to this protest is back in 92 with the entire um, Rodney King um situation where you know with the LA riots and all that stuff and I was kind of young so I, I didn't I, I kind of remember seeing that stuff on TV but I didn't understand the magnitude of what was going on but we have to really uh come to a reality that racism still exists in this country and until black people start to come together and I'm talking about the the you know the working class black people because you know what these black so-called black celebrities have really been exposing themselves. And we're going to get into that in another video. I'm not going to do all that in this video, but this, this whole tragic situation has really woke a lot of people up and um, this entire year in general with everything with the coronavirus and um, the killings of um, Ahmad Arbery and here in Indianapolis, we had Sean Reed that got killed a lot of stuff is just really happening that has really uh, revealed people's true intentions and, and how they feel about the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everybody was talking about 2020 vision. That that saying is so true because this year has been the year where so many people have been exposed, you know, 
So I just wanted to get on here and just let you guys know about that good news. You know, we're going to have to keep keep our uh, foot on these people, you know, on these politicians. We can't let these people get by with what they've been getting by. These politicians, law enforcement, we have to get out there and keep letting our voices be heard. Get to them ballot boxes um, in November. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm a strong believer that black people should also protect themselves. You know, um, we are citizens in this country. Regards to, you know, the powers to be, we are citizens of this country and we deserve to be able to exercise our Second Amendment rights because with all this is all this going around, we need to be able to protect ourselves and our families and our communities, you know, and I just wish black people would get on one accord. And it's good seeing that the, the younger generation is taking up that mantle. Um, as far as, you know, uh, civil rights is concerned, it's, it's really good. And I think it's up to the older generation to kind of help coach these younger people. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think a lot of them, their hearts are in the mind, right place, but they're lost out here. And they're just trying to feel their way, way through this. And they know that they, they want to change. But I think it's up to the older generation to kind of coach these young people. You know what I'm saying? Kind of give them support. Give them, you know, uh, just uh, a roadmap of success. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really surprised. I'm really proud of these young people getting out here, letting their voices be heard, putting in that work. And, you know, a lot of younger people are actually be becoming more interested in the political process, which that gives me a lot of hope for the future. Now, as I promised, I want to come back to you and discuss another element to everything that's been going on as far as the George Floyd um, killing by the police and as well as our other brothers and sisters that have been killed at the hand of white supremacists and white race soldiers. Not only do we have to worry about these outside forces that are seeking to destroy us and kill us and kill our people off, we have to worry about people within our community that we have propped up and we have elevated in our community. And I'm talking about these reality TV and music um, entertainers that are out here that need to stick to their craft and stay off of social media commenting on advanced topics dealing with social justice, civil rights, and things of that nature. Now, there's three that I want to talk, in, talk about in particular. There's several that have been blasted in drug on social media, but the main ones that I want to talk about that really bothered me the most were um, Trina, Lil Wayne, and Shekinah Joe. Um, everybody, pretty, most people know who Lil Wayne is, you know, um, and a lot of people know who Trina is. She is a rapper from Miami, Florida, Miami-Dade County, but some people may not know who Shekinah Joe is. She is a reality TV uh, star, she is affiliated with T.I. the Rapper and Tiny, you know, who um, was an ex-singer and escaped. And a lot of people are dragging these 
these three in particular because they have been making some trash statements um, as far as, as it relates to the uh, protest and things of that nature. And we're going to go to a clip. I'm going to play you some of the trash statements that they said along with the backlash that they have received through social media. So we're going to come um, and bring you those videos and then I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary and we're going to wrap this video up. PM to 6 a.m. That's how I feel. No. Keep everybody off the streets, these animals off the streets that are running around in Miami-Dade County acting like they have escaped from a zoo. Lock them up at 5 p.m. so the streets can be nice and clean. That's how I feel. That means tear up our city? Ain't nobody tear up no city. That means tear up our city. That means ain't run through and tear up our stores and burn down our stuff and breaking our stores. I don't approve okay. of it, period. Okay. I don't approve I don't of it, either. period. I'm now, talking about black lives. All right. The, All right. the black That's lives matter. that matter, right? The same black mm -hmm. lives that are taken from the hands of other black people. Those are those oh, matter too, huh? I, All y'all fake for the protesters and the fake. Oh, we so concerned about George Floyd. Half of y'all are marching. I'm not even caring about this man. People are just doing First maliciously. Everybody, everybody wasn't looting and burning up stuff. Mm -hmm. When the police get behind you and the red and blue lights come on, you're not supposed to be scared. You're not supposed to be scared. I'm never scared. I have die. my license and registration and insurance. I'm not scared. They need to make the curfew at 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. That I'm just speaking from where I felt that, you know, things that I saw, I, I'm not calling nobody's color or anything. I just, the gap was, I didn't say, you know, black people, my people. And I would never say that or call black people animals or any name. Like, I am a black person. I must be an animal. I must be the same person. I mean, that's not who I am. Right. A real Trina friend, fan, or somebody that really know her can't forgive her. I get where you were coming from with the riot in. Well, Trina, we love you. And, you know, like like I said, the people that know you know you you were not directing animals towards anybody of race. It doesn't matter. Colors to whatever. We know who you were talking about directly, the people destroying the community. So the people that know you truly know that the people that love you are going to truly love you and, and know that for you to get on here and even apologize. About Gag or the bitch you out of order. Sour puss, sour puss, sour puss. Y'all send this bitch into the docket one more time. World on the curve, the baddest bass and how I'm like pain. But when a nigga dig off in her ass, she be hollering like a bitch playing the victim. Let's talk about the goddamn order. This is the case of an old used up whore not knowing when to stop and when to shut the fuck up. We the people versus the baddest and the saddest bastard hound alive. Katrina saw Pussy Harbor. You are being charged with not knowing when to stop. Okay? Gag order. Let's talk about the order. I guess want to stop. Ain't paying 20 G's for the nut, huh, bitch? Because you broke. So you need the queen for a little full free promotion. And I'm going to give you just that. Word on the curve. Katrina saw puss Bassett how Harbor thought her Esther Rose, a.k.a. Trick Daddy No Dollars, was going to break the internet and didn't nobody watch. Bitch, we the people say you didn't break the internet. Bitch, you just broke. You penniless or who ain't wrote shit and ain't sold nothing trying to battle with TWD and them old ass tired ass songs y'all got together, child boo. Nobody's buying them, bitch. So now you want to try to do a TikTok pretending you want to box, bitch, in your 365 years, dog years, that is, of living. Ho, who have you ever fought? I wait, acting like you want to throw hands and you ain't got not nan battery charge. Gag order, let's talk about the order, bitch. You was running then and you running now. 
Okay, just like you was running from that challenge. I bet you won't. Gaggle, let's talk about the order. We the people say run that record and let's see how many assault charges you got. Not an hole, just assault with a deadly pussy. You done killed and shot so many niggas with that girl. Honey, them probably the only charges you've ever had. Bitch, we the people have never seen or heard of you dragging the bitch. All we've seen is you hollering and screaming in the middle of Walmart and on the TV screen looking like a hopeless tide and through ass aura yelling at a bunch of juvenile delinquents, bitch. My mugshot speaks for itself, sour puss. Play pussy and get fucked, hoe, but that's what you like getting fucked and dumped on your head. So I will oblige you. Don't be no fool. Don't get drug. You don't want no smoke, you baggy. I ran through yuck mouth disease infested penniless. Oh, I'm going to roast you until I get tired and then I'm going to roast you some goddamn more. Now I see why Remy shot that bitch in her gut except me. I'm going to shoot you and your pussy because it's time to put that mangy alley cat out of this misery once and for all. I feel you have ruined enough lives. Just keep it real, whole bitch. You don't want to fight. What you need is a psychiatrist thinking that anybody is beneath you, girl. All the pussy you done sold, bitch. How can anybody be beneath you? I don't know who you influenced, but Bobby Boucher wanting to be a man who is selling his budget to the lowest bidder on fans only. That's the only person that you've ever influenced in your life, but you think everybody is beneath you. Now you're trying to sell skin tea, girl high, when your skin is fucked up and ashy, full of blemishes and legions. Bitch, you might as well file for unemployment in that AARP, bitch, because... Ain't no more money, ho. I order the baddest bass and hound to go straight to the cage. We putting you on suicide watch. You can lay your head on them hits that you claim you got in the hole, bitch. Because you're going to stay in there for the rest of your life. Gag order. Let's talk about the motherfucking order with wrong missy on repeat. So you can see how a real bitch get her tunes covered. Because ain't Nan Ho covered not one tune that you released in that order. After Trina's comments, she received the following backlash from Masika. Many of you know Masika from reality TV, and she, she said that the sun ain't even up yet, and the coon of the day award goes to Trina. Trina responded, bitch, keep my name out your mouth. And someone by the name of BLK stated, her little rant is disgusting, and the fact that she's constantly talking over Trick as if she's making a point. She's more mad about the BS than George Floyd being killed by police. The people we pay. Another user responded to Trina's thread by saying, pick a side. You can't be an advocate for Black Lives Matter and turn around and try to overshadow the movement with black on black violence. You do a whole lot of talking and not enough listening which is why a lot of people chose not to have a conversation with you. Either you're going to be with us or against us. You can't play both sides of the fence. Nikki Natural also got into the conversation and responded to Trina as well. She stated, first and foremost, rest in peace to George Floyd. Now, Trina Rockstar, I'm going to put my beef to the side just to school you really quick, sis. Because you obviously big tripping. Talking about it won't happen to you because you have a driver's license and registration. Didn't Sandra Bland have her driver's license and registration? What about our brother Philandro Castile? Not only did he have his driver's license and registration, he had a permit to carry and he wasn't even driving. And he's dead. It's to call our people animals because they're young and frustrated with the system is embarrassing to our ancestors. 
They are showing their frustration the best they know how, which is the way America has taught them, and that's through violence. Now, I don't agree with their actions, but I understand where it's coming from. See, the crooked cops who keep killing us are the quote-unquote real animals you speak of. It's time for you to truly use your platform to guide the youth and not to persecute them, especially at a time like this. They need you, sis. They need us, sis. So tighten up and get yourself together. Black Lives Matter. So, yes, they were dragging Miss Trina. Now, I wanted to just throw this extra bonus footage in here really quick. Um, this is not the first time that Trina has been accused of being unprofessional or being aggressive on her show. Um, there was a young lady that interviewed with Geisha305. She's a rapper from um, Miami-Dade County. And she pretty much accused Trina of being disrespectful, you know, only because she just gave her some positive critique on her show. So I want you guys to check this out. And this just kind of proves that maybe this isn't the best gig for her. You know, um, so check this out. We're going to continue with the commentary. I'm glad I came over here with you. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> it's nice meeting you as well. Yes, um, but let's just get down to it because it, I find this very intriguing. Okay, right. so, you know, most disc jockeys or um, personality hosts are more friendly on the radio. So I understand you had a bad experience calling in being a fan of one of the hosts that was on 99 Jam, which so happens to be uh, Trina Rockstar. So go ahead and explain your story to the people that's here. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to take you back like maybe 48 hours before um, the radio call. This was something that we were on Facebook discussing. My friends, we love controversy. We like to get into a good debate. Um, my friend, Kano, he was like, you know what? He put up a live and um, he put up a status. And we were going in, ladies and males, and they like, you know, we want to see our city be great. We want to see our people win, but not at every black man's expense. And the question came up, why do she keep bashing Man, every morning on the radio. That's how it started. That was on somebody else's Facebook post, not mine. And I'm a Trina fan to my core. My family, my friends can tell you when I was growing up, I would Trina them to death. Okay, like no BS. So it was very disgusting to me that, um, you know, people felt that way about her. But I know I had listened in. I ain't gonna lie. I listened a couple of times. I gave them a chance. I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, okay, this is exhausting just listening to her every morning just sounding so harsh and abrasive as it pertains to, um, like, you know, men. And so, and, uh, baby, if you feel that way, you can get off my lab. You don't, I'm not cloud chasing, baby, because I, it's nothing that Trina have that I want. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you, like I told Miss Trina, before they cut me off on the phone, I have a degree, two degrees. I'm a whole nurse. Don't walk in no hospital looking for care telling me I'm clout chasing because you're going to be healthcare chasing because I would not see you. So don't do it to me on this live. You on my page and I don't have to clout chase. I work hard. And the fact that I work as hard as I do, I'm not going to let a celebrity get on live radio and call me a bum. That's the whole reason we're here. 
Not because I'm holding on to a grudge. Not because I can't let stuff go. Because if she would have gracefully been a woman about it and just been like, you know what, my bad. I might have gravely misjudged you. It's a simple. It's real simple. Because I wrote her after that, that, that day. No response. Didn't read the message or nothing. So it's like you didn't care to make stuff right. Never a cloud chaser, baby. And you got to know me to understand my history. People are rallying behind me because they respect me as a person. I just had to get that out of the way. I'm so sorry because that was way left. But I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None yeah. of that. Okay, so, so we're going to get the trolls that detour in. So right, like, that's not you know, it's going down. It is what it is. Because they're going to be opinionated. So, you know, you're going to have the naysayers and right. you're going to have the, you know. So we're going to stick to facts right now. Facts. Okay. Exactly. And the fact so, is, it was a Facebook post. Um, that was not my post. I commented on the post uh, on the post as a fan of Trina. I was like, you know, I love her. I, I live for her music. You feel me? Like I grew up in the same area. I went to brother. I went to school with her brother. I went to the same school she went to. We grew up in the same inner city area. Liberty City is our home, and that is a fact. And so I did. Like I stood up for. I was like, you know, she go a little heavy, but you know that might be just her personal feelings. I stopped listening though because of that. It's men on there saying they on their way to work. They on their way somewhere with their family, their kids, or their wives, girlfriends, whoever. I have brothers. Well, let me ask you this. Um, far as Trick and Trina show, what time does it air? I've never okay. you know, tuned in yet, so at it's 8 in the morning? 6 to 10. No, it's from 6 to 10. The incident occurred around 8 because at 8 o'clock they do this thing called Sound Off. I don't know. If you know, key, you know, this is what I'm asking you. In the morning. Evening? Six in the, in the morning, morning to ten in the morning, and so okay. the sound off usually happens around about eight o'clock. I'll get up on my way wherever I'm headed, and I'll listen. You know, some days because I'm a fan and I love supporting my home team. However, I did find validity in the things that those males were saying on that Facebook post that those females were saying, and these are people that are from right here. It was valid. It was, it was valid. valid. As a fan, as a Trina fan, I couldn't go against what they were saying because that would have made me look ignorant. And it was true. Absolutely. You know, I listened in and I said, you know what? After the Facebook status, two days passed, I'm in the car riding, I'm listening to the radio and it wasn't even on that discussion and she just went way left and started going in about men and going in about how she felt and how all men are the same, all men dogs, all men chase skirts, whatever. However, and I said, you know what? They did the sound check. I called about 7.57. I had to be like the first person on the sound check. And I said, you know, I'm going to start by saying I'm a fan of y'all. You know, I born and raised Trick and Trina, you know, Miami Dade County, Superside, all that. I made that part 100% clear. And you know what I'm saying? It's factual because she started off her rant by saying, what? You're not a fan. You're one of these Miami girls. You're a hater. You this and that. She started off by saying, I'm not let, a let me Let me cut you off right there. Because it, it kind of takes me back some when I first said it years ago that she doesn't appreciate the people in Miami and people thought I was just slandering her. No. But to hear her say that on the radio, you're just one of those Miami, Miami girls. girls. Hater. You put all Miami girls under in a one category. Rate. And we, yeah, love, and, we, and we love and support her, but not when you're wrong. And the thing is, my whole point was, I called in as a fan and I presented my, 
you know, my feelings to her in a respectful manner so that she will understand I'm not trying to bash you. I'm not one of these girls that don't want to see you win. I want to see you be great because you from the crib. You get what I'm saying? Like, did anyone, did anyone at Cox Radio take the time out to reach out to you? Absolutely. I'm not going to say who, but they did reach out. I sent an email. I sent a formal letter and an email. Um, and I want to say that was on the night that the incident happened. The next day, which was the 7th, which is my birthday, she okay. the, the lady called me from her like from her personal line and was like, listen, I got this email late at night. I take it seriously before the morning show happened. You know, we had a talk this morning, me and Trina, and she explained that, you know, they are still coming into learning how to be on air, radio personalities. And I respect that. And I understand. Okay. However, okay. I explained to her and she understood that does not negate the fact that you disrespected a whole person who clearly said. Do you feel like because do you feel like because she doesn't have the experience on radio? Um, she utilized the platform as though it was a social site. Okay, correct. And I had to explain that to the person who called me. I let them know. I called in to do a sound check. The sound check says you get it off your chest, whatever it is. People call it. They're talking about work, friends, family, homegirls, homeboys, whatever. It's okay if I sound check, but not if I'm sound checking about you. That's the question. Yeah, that's a double standard. The lady said. Yeah. You can sound check about whatever you want to sound check about. You did the right thing. People telling me it wasn't the time nor the place, but it was because it sound off. And I said, you know, with all due respect, my sound off is about you. I just feel like, you know, you go a little heavy on the men or whatever. I feel like y'all have a huge platform. You could be using this platform to talk about anything. And, you know, you go heavy on men. And I said, you know, I'm not I want to see her be great. I'm not a hater or anything. And I'm saying this on the phone. And this is how it played out. I said, when males or anybody else are listening, that'll discourage them and tell them, okay, go listen to another station like 103.5 to be. I gave an example. And she snatched the phone from whoever I was talking to. Okay. And she tells them to tell. She was like, oh, no, don't hang it up. So I didn't know if it was her trying to hang it up or it was them. But she was like, oh, let me tell you something. Be da 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 hold da da Like she went 100 miles an hour. And I felt like she was listening to respond and defend herself and not to understand and actually hear me. See, they did nothing to you. Lenny Small didn't do nothing to you. The police in Atlanta ain't did shit to you either. They ain't did shit to you. They ain't did nothing to you, though. They don't deserve it. I always remember this. Do unto others as you want to be treated. Do unto others as you want to be treated. Figure it out. Talking about y'all going on the motherfucking right, man. Y'all fuck crazy hell, baby. You can say fuck them all. I don't give a fuck. You got to deal with that. Let me go live with you. Oh, got to go live with you, y'all. I got to start going live. I got to see what some of y'all mentally. Y'all are retarded. I got to go to work. I got to see what some of y'all. Let y'all see him work through me. I'll be wrong. If I ain't come on here and tell you better. If I ain't come on here and say, look. And 2,000 people on here. You feel me? And to 2,000 people heard me. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to find out what love really is. You know what I'm saying? And what really going on with y'all. Because y'all ain't down here fucking up the city of Atlanta based upon somebody losing their life. Y'all angry. Y'all mad. 
Y'all, y'all selfish. Y'all tearing up people business. Icebox Indians. They not even white people. Icebox ain't did y'all shit. Y'all done been in the folks store taking that shit. Them people got a family. That shit not right. Gucci ain't did shit to y'all. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. They racist, whatever. I don't want to hear that shit. They ain't did shit to y'all. On the curb, Shekana Joe out here crying over the Gucci store getting broken into like she can shop there and the people are gagging. Y'all, that bitch wore a helmet growing up. Y'all let this retarded bitch run around out here, you know, without a caregiver. Y'all know that bitch's special needs. Y'all should have left that whore on somebody's porch in a rocking chair, highly medicated. Y'all know we keep the slow and retarded people in the bedroom, in the back of the house, and we only let them come outside on the porch on Sundays to get a little sunshine. Y'all got this hoe running around like she a real star. Y'all did this shit. Let's talk about the order. We the people want to know how this football face bitch crying over a Gucci store when she can't fit nothing in Gucci, let alone buy anything out of Gucci. Bitch, you ain't got no money. Gag order, you can't even fit a pocketbook over your fat ass arms. All you can get out of the Gucci store is a keychain. Gag order, you can't even get a scarf to go around your fat ass neck or your big ass head, you big bad body built bitch. Let's talk about the motherfucking order. We the people want to know why is you crying, Shakana? Bitch, if you gonna cry over anything, cry over the fact that you can't even fit your big ass on the toilet and shit and piss because your wobbly big ass is deformed and lopsided and you can't fit on nobody's toilet, not even your own. Bitch, if you gonna be mad at something, be mad at the fact that your arms are so short you can't even touch your own pussy or wipe your ass correctly, bitch, because you ill-informed and retarded. Little arm-having ass, bitch. Let's talk about it. I hate a fat cigarette-smoking bitch that want to act like they know so much and don't know nothing at all. We the people sending you to put a brown plastic bag over your head and suffocate yourself until you die whole cancel your life in that order this bitch gets on instagram and she drags every woman of color but y'all fuck with her she been dragging women of color i don't know nobody that cockadoodle fucked up tea bad body want to be more than who the fuck she is ain't nobody heard her stuff. you know what she said
When the fuck is y'all gonna confront Kaya with her manly looking ass? Bitch, somebody I got a big bag. Okay, girl, in your point, you went to the doctor who did my body stuff. You must have felt like some of my body was okay because you went to the doctor who did Shakana Joe body the first person. So you have a unique perspective. What what do you think about what's going on right now with this cop on Big George stepping on his neck and all that? I think is a I think when we see these situations, I think we also have to understand that we have to we have to get very specific. We have to get so specific, and what I mean by that, we have to we have to stop we have to stop viewing it from with such a broad view, meaning we have to stop put, placing the blame on the whole the whole force and the whole everybody of such a certain certain race. Uh, Everybody with a badge, and we have to actually, we have to get get into who that person is, and if we want to place the blame on anybody, it, it should be ourselves for not doing more than what we think we're doing. Yeah, I mean, we're leaving it at a. We the, the reason why people always ask me like, why you don't say this, why you don't do that, is because a lot. I mean, what else am I gonna do after that? We leave. We, we some some people put a tweet out, and they think that's they think they did something. That some people wear a shirt, they think they did something. I mean, what you gonna do after that? Did, did you actually help the person? Did you actually help the family? Did you actually go out there and do something? So if I ain't about to do all that, then I ain't about to do nothing. I pray for you. You say the follow the follow up is the follow through is is more important than wearing the shirt or talking about it is actually is actually right. It's actually learning about it. What, what we need to do is we need to learn about it more. If we want to scream about something, know what we screaming about. We want to protest about something. No, we protesting about because if we if we want to get into it, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of facts that we don't we think we know that we don't know. So if we want to get into it first, know what we talking about before we talk about it. All right, guys, we're back. The sad part about it is that we have people within our own community that we have propped up. We people that we have supported. People that have came up off of us as the community um, through our support that are out here shucking and jiving, getting on public platforms. And mind you, these individuals have huge platforms and huge followings. And it's very sad that these people have sold us out um, for a few pieces of silver. You know, you have Trina up here with a major platform and how she got it. I don't know. And this is no shade towards her, but you have people out here that are way more competent in discussing issues dealing with social injustice, white supremacy, and just getting people galvanized to get us politically involved and getting us out to the polls and just educating us. But we have given our platforms over to people like this. Trina should be very, very disappointed. She should be ashamed of herself of getting on live radio. And she's further perpetuating these negative stereotypes and, and, and mindset of white supremacists. It's just very sad that this lady has experienced racism one on one. Just a couple months ago, she was in the news because some woman at Walmart called her out of her name. And she was on TMZ and she was on the blogs and stuff talking about how, you know, she was hurt and she was angry about the whole entire situation. But you get on this public platform and you sit up here and call 
your own people that are out here fighting so that you don't have to be disrespected and called out of your name and assaulted by these white supremacists. You want to call them animals. The only animal I see is you because you got an animalistic mindset to even go there. You don't have any emotional self-control. You have no respect. And this isn't the first time on this show that people have called her out for being disrespectful. Geisha 305 interviewed, she's another YouTuber slash, um, you know, um, artist that she interviewed somebody that called in to her station and the woman was being very disrespectful, just giving her some positive cr critique or, you know, some positive criticism on the show and some things that she, she could do as far as just kind of not beating up on the brothers so much. And this lady went from zero to 1000 and start calling the woman out on air just dogging her out, talking about people who are beneath her, which this is something that's been an ongoing thing with her because you see how she acted on Love and Hip Hop Miami in the reunion. You know what I'm saying? People are really dragging her because, you know, she's out here being delusional and thinking that she's above the other black people out here that are fighting for the fighting good fight so that she, people like her and everyone else don't have to experience racism no more. So I'm very disgusted with her. And as far as Lil Wayne is concerned, he's another example of how we have elevated him to the status that he's at now to where now he doesn't even acknowledge us. He, he refuses to acknowledge us as a people as well as our plight. I just find it very disgusting that you as a black man here in America can sit up here and kind of just dismiss white supremacy and dismiss racism and then kind of try to put it back on us because of the actions of these demons out here that are seeking to snuff us out. You know, simply just for being black in America. You out of all people should be more sympathetic than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Because you are a black male in, um, in, in the United States that has to go through this. You have black kids. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of feel that this, this ties into the whole situation of black capitalism. You know what I'm saying? These people, people talk about, you know, black capitalism is the answer and this, that, and the other. But these people get black capitalism. They get money. They get, um, they get success. They get a couple of what they call nigger trinkets and they forget who they are. You know what I'm saying? And this reminds me of the whole Stacey Dash situation and Jason Whitlock. They got on Fox News tap dancing and cooning and speaking anti-black rhetoric. And you see where they're at now. So selling out never pays off in the end. You know what I'm saying? And then you have finally Shekinah Joe. Shekinah Joe is an embarrassment. Just, you know, she is the stereotypical Southern mammy. And I hate to use this word, but I don't have to say it. she's a house nigga. Anytime you can get on live and, you know, take up for Gucci. And we know they've been in the news like, you know, several months back for their anti-black rhetoric and, you know, their, their clothing and things that they have pretty much mocked the black community. And for you to get on there and tap dance and cry over a company that doesn't give a damn about you or give a damn about your people. It's just very disgusting, you know, and then you're crying about Lennox Mall talking in the police and this thing talking about these people ain't done nothing to you. 
you know what? I, you know, I just feel that we need to stop. De- we need to start denouncing these people and calling calling these people to the carpet. Um, there's no way in hell these celebrities speak for me, and that's the problem now because we put these people on pedestals, we idolize these people, and then you disappointed when they make these trash ass statements. These people aren't qualified. All they are qualified to do is tap dance. And entertain the masses. Just because you got support from the white community doesn't mean that they give a damn about you. Now I'm I'm all for people, you know, crossing over, having um, diverse uh, markets as far as just different demographic groups. That's fine because I'm all about unity. You know, I'm the type of person. You know, I'm all about um, us as people being liberated, but I don't have problems with other groups of people because there's a lot of good white people that's gay, straight, um, non um, black people that are out here that are out here standing with us. But we have to realize that there are people that are uh, of the, the majority or in the main society that don't give a damn about us. And we're trying to bend over backwards, trying to please these people. Why would you want support from people that don't see it for you? They don't see it for you as far as your basic hum- human rights or your constitutional rights. You know, so, so that's what I'm having a problem with as far as these celebrities. They are so out of touch with reality and out of touch with the people. But we keep on supporting them. We keep pushing them out there. We keep giving them our hard-earned money and, and our support. So at the end of the day, we, we do have to blame ourselves. Now that we know this about them, and now that they have revealed their true selves to us, now what are we going to do? Are we going to keep supporting these people? Are we going to keep giving these people passes? Like I said, 2020 has been a year of revelation. 2020 has been a year of exposure. When they said, when people have said 2020 vision, that couldn't be any more truer than, than that saying. Things couldn't be any more truer than that. Because we have seen so many people through this whole entire coronavirus and the killing of countless brothers and sisters. Even Sean Reed here in Indianapolis, where a lot of people don't even talk about that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just this year has really exposed people for who they are. Not even on, just not like as far as the celebrities. People, even in my personal life, I had to just kind of cut off. Because it's just like, how can you have this trash type mindset in, in, in politics and in, in the way of thinking about people in general? Like, you know what I'm saying? People look at us as just, I don't know. It's just very sad. And I just kind of wish that we would really get serious about who we support and who we put our, uh, yeah, pretty much who we support because these people out here don't give a damn about you. They want your money. They want your support. But when it comes to putting that work, putting in that work, getting out on these streets or hell, even just taking a stand on a public platform and, and engaging people. Because if you got a big platform and you putting out messages of positivity, that can really help us out as well. Everybody has their way of protesting and speaking out. If you can't hit the streets and you have a big platform, use your platform to, to, to say positive things. 
Because all you're doing is giving ammunition to these white supremacists when you are out here making these egregious statements. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you for checking us out on our pre-recorded version of the Urban Wire episode 105. Be sure to check us out. Support us. Check out our um, YouTube channel. Join our Facebook group page. And let's get the conversation going. Until next time, let's take care of each other and love ourselves. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.